In this bulletin, Fiji's parliament suspends a former prime minister for sedition. The Labor government changes rules to make it easier to enrol to vote. And in cricket, Australia bats a respectable innings in day one of the second test against India. With the latest SBS News, I'm Deborah Grawk. Australian Defence Force personnel are being deployed to New Zealand to help in the aftermath of the country's worst storm this century. New Zealand Assistant Chief of Defence Darren Webb says the details are being finalised with Australia, but he anticipates aircraft and support staff will arrive early next week. The death toll from Cyclone Gabriel has now risen to nine, with four of that number reported in just the last 24 hours. New Zealand Police Commissioner Andrew Costa says they don't yet know what the final death toll may be because some communities are without communication lines and are inaccessible. We've had roughly 4,500 uh, people reported uncontactable. And look, I, I think there's always the possibility that we will... Uh, find more people who have suffered in this uh, situation. So really encouraging uh, families who have made contact with their loved one to let us know. Fiji's parliament has suspended the long-serving former Prime Minister Frank Baini Marama for three years for sedition and insulting the president. The vote follows his speech on Monday where he appealed to the military in what has now been deemed an attempt to incite an uprising by the new leadership. He'd formally spent 16 years in power after leading a coup d'etat in 2006 before losing the December general election and becoming the opposition leader. New South Wales Finance Minister Damien Tudhope has resigned his portfolio following revelations he owns shares in the state's major toll road owner, Transurban. Ten of the toll giant's 21 Australian toll roads are in Sydney, making up most of the city's network of tunnels and motorways. And Tudhope had been involved in government discussions involving Transurban during his time in Cabinet. But the now former minister has said he did not know about the shares until now because they'd been in a fund in his superannuation. He says his integrity remains intact and he's stepping down to avoid becoming a political target weeks out from a crucial state election. I have always taken my obligations as a minister extremely seriously. I take my obligations uh, in life very seriously. I take my obligations to perform honestly uh, in terms of the interests of the people of this state. The West Australian Government has announced communities will receive culturally targeted assistance to help them recover from last month's devastating floods in the state's far north. The government-appointed community members will work in teams of four to help the Bunama, Gunayandi, Walmajari and Nakina communities in the Kimberley to access disaster relief in their preferred language and assist with repatriation efforts. It's the first time such an approach to disaster recovery has been trialled in Western Australia. The federal government has introduced new rules for voting enrolment, a change they say will make it easier for people to register. From today, the more than half a million people eligible to vote but not currently on the roll can enrol and update their details using a Medicare card or citizenship certificate. Previously, registration had required either a driver's licence or passport. Carlo Carley from the Federation of Ethnic Communities of Australia says he supports the changes. Both Indigenous 
people, but also people from migrant communities and, and older migrants um, find it often very difficult to have those those items of, of um, identification. So extending it is good. The start of World Pride is officially underway following the raising of the Progress Pride flag at Sydney's Town Hall. Sydney World Pride celebrates the LGBTQI plus community while also marking the 45th anniversary of Sydney's first gay and lesbian Mardi Gras. Carl Zlotskowski is a member of the 78ers. He says he hopes the event will highlight ongoing issues for his community. I'm very excited. This is an extraordinary celebration and there has been extraordinary change in Sydney. There is more change that needs to take place. Turning to sport, and Australia has fought their way to a respectable innings in day one of the second cricket test match against India. Australia almost surpassed their two combined innings from the first test with all out for 263 in Delhi. Usman Khawaja and Peter Hanscom led the batsmen with classy performances, gaining 81 and 72 runs respectively. The match resumes today, with India looking to claim another victory. I'm Deborah Grok. This is SBS News.